can you imagine all this talking and my microphone was not on so the quality this week is not that great um just manage me please just manage me um i was going off vibes cartel so <laughs> i can't re-record this episode enjoy bye we getting cracked up tonight. Let you see fuck. Let you see stuff. Let you elevate. Let you deep go. I feel like on in you love. Okay. One, two, three. The eavesdrop. Hello everyone, welcome to the eavesdrop. My name is Laifa. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Do you know that song, Cuff It, uh, Beyonce, that one there, yeah. You know what I hate to see? The TikToks where the, the people, and especially when it's my people then, the people of my skin tone, and they're doing it and they're not in rhythm. Like the beat isn't, and like the beat, it's a very simple step. It's a two-step thing. It's a very simple, and I'm wondering, like, why are you going? Why are you going? Like, did you not rehearse this thing? <laughs> because you know the the thing with the TikTokers is they make it look easy, right? They make it look like um, they were doing nothing. Check their drafts. There's probably like twenty-five thousand takes for this one clip that they're about to post. There's fifteen second clip there's 25,000 takes did you lot not rehearse the thing why is one person starting at the left and the other person is starting at the right so what or, or now sometimes you can start in different directions I've seen it being done but you're still in rhythm but what when you're doing it and somebody is offbeat uh-uh your and your shoulders aren't doing bet you you'll see far bet you what uh-uh <laughs> well that's just me talking i keep saying that i want to do one and up till now look this i've done it in my head in it i've done it in my head how are we all feeling how are we all doing what's popping what are you listening to i feel like falling in love who's there i'm in the mood to something uh what have i been listening to so okay so i've just been kind of like listening to like listening and watching live performances of like some artists that i love so like um kelly Rowland. i've been watching her live performance going through some usher live performances watching some burner boy live performances and yeah so it's nothing i haven't listened to anything new but just kind of like enjoying looking at live performances how they command the stage what have i been watching again i've been really really busy you know the the backlog of things that i should be watching but uh i think at this rate the only way i'm gonna watch tv is if i get paid to do it because i've just had no time to watch anything new uh i mean i still want to see woman king I, I don't know if i'm like i don't know if i'm at this stage i don't even know if i'm gonna get to see it like in the cinemas because i feel like my neighbor's having a party how rude 
How rude to be doing parry and you didn't invite me. Hey, how they do things. No, I'm joking. But yeah, I think I can hear some bass. I think my neighbor is having a shubs. I don't know if you've seen it, but the clip of, it's a, I think it's a podcast and this lady, she's really going into it. And as she's talking, her wig is sliding off. And the way, ah, this, I felt the embarrassment on her behalf. And you know, it's funny, like she puts her hand behind the sofa and reaches for it. She reaches for the wig. Not only does she reach for the wig, but it's the way she kind of like dusts the wig off and <laughs> just like placed it back on her head like a ah the embarrassment you know what it happens to the best of us okay that has not happened to me but i mean there are plenty of video footages footages you know there's plenty of footage uh, video footage of me wearing my wig like a hat but that the oh, just the secondhand embarrassment embarrassment oh wow and you know what made it worse? It was because it's just having a conversation with a guy and the way he was howling. <laughs> oh, I swear, you know, it's one of those clips I just save so that if I'm feeling some kind of way and I just want to laugh, that is, ah, have you ever had, what? what is the worst sort of hair situation you've ever had like the most embarrassing one you can think of please comment and share with me because the the second hand embarrassment that i had for her I was like, what so let me share with you one of mine that i could think of i probably i've had worse situations but this one i could it just it's just very so very triggering so when i was in high school secondary school probably about 14 15 um you know how you like gel up your hair so it'd be really slick in a low bun kind of like how my hair is now so if you're watching the visuals my hair is slicked down it's a bit puffy because i've had a long day anyway um in a low bun and uh it wasn't a, it wasn't a middle parting but most likely a side parting and uh, my hair was relaxed at the time and look me and gel i still use a lot of gel now but you know, you know those times you're using, you're doing, you're, I used to do my um, sideburns. So even though I never did like baby hairs, I do the whole swoop with the sideburns and oh my goodness, the way my hair would be laid, it was slick for the gods, only for the gods. So after school, um, a couple of friends and I, we'd go just gallivanting, just being loafers, instead of going home to our houses, to our yards, doing up and down gallivanting. And there was this guy that I kind of had a thing for, and I think he had a thing for me, I don't know. But um, yeah, I really liked him and it started. So we were, we walked down to his street and we were kind of just like all jamming and hanging out of, his, like outside his house. So we're all, maybe it's like, four of us girls, there's a group of us, less than five anyway, less than five of us girls, but that's a big group of us, right? And we're going to this young man's house who is a couple of years older than us. And um, we're just going to chill with him and I clearly fancy him. Keep in mind, my hair's slick, yeah? You can't, those, those times you could not play with me and my hair, like some people might argue that you still can't play with me and my hair, but trust me, I have left the house looking like a house girl. 
um, my house girl chronicles are long and sharp so um we're hanging outside of his house and it starts raining and i think those times i was using does anybody remember pink moisturizer anybody remember pink moisturizer you had the lotion which all after a while got a really bad rep because um you kind of discovered that it was heavily water-based and if you had relaxed hair you kind of don't want a product that is heavily water-based because it's just gonna make your hair puffy and blah 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 and the products aren't that great anyway they had the gel for version of the pink moisturizer and do you remember what color it was it was like this brownish i saw it was just brown i think the gel was brown that's what i remember and it had the pink lid pink moisturizer comment below if you remember if that's if you're watching so i had pink moisturizer gel in my hair and my hair was slick for the gods and it started raining and this rain was doing took it took it took it just small droplets like drizzling and it was like no this rain is about to get heavy anybody got an umbrella you know the friend the friends that i had were not good they were not good because i think there was one umbrella and maybe like five of us girls and we weren't obviously allowed into this young boy's house we could hang outside but not go inside so i don't know if he brings out an umbrella and everybody rushes under it and i can't fit so i'm trying to stand and it's not a big umbrella i'm trying to stand under this umbrella but like my head is hanging out and i'm telling you the rain <laughs> you know rain and black hair oh god oh my god you lot need to understand rain it's not that we're scared of rain it's just that we spend a lot of time on our hair and it can't just be rubbished like that eh? the way the rain started melting the gel off my head so i just had like clumps of brown just like brown gunk and keep in mind i was very very heavy-handed with my products at the time so it just gunk on my so it just kind of looked like poo on my hair oh my god it was so it was just like just like die it just looked like diarrhea on my head and it was just and, he, and all the girls were like oh what's that obviously you know what it is you know it's gel but they're just making the situation worse and the fact that this guy I really fancy him. He's like, oh, what's that on your head? Oh, like, what? You don't wash your hair? And he's like, guys, come on, let me come under the umbrella. And, you know, they wouldn't let me in. They were, like, even pushing me away even further. It was like, oh, they don't, they don't want my head, my hair to accidentally touch them. That was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing situation for me because... I wasn't cute anymore. <laughs> so was, it, was, it was sad, yeah, but that was embarrassing because just the gel just kind of, yeah, it, yeah, that wasn't good. I have another hair situation actually that I could share. Now that we're talking about embarrassing hair stories, but this wasn't embarrassing. This was a little bit, you know what, that one was traumatic as well, but this one was a bit traumatic. I've told you about the time. If you look, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've spoken about this on a YouTube video, but I've never said it on the podcast. Okay, there was a time, probably around this period actually, 14, 15, where my mum cut off all my hair. Oh, embarrassment. So I got a phone call back from the, from the teacher. So the teacher had called my mum saying that I had been talking back 
and my mom didn't take that lightly and she's like okay this your hair it is a big distraction this year you cannot focus on your books we are going to cut your hair and i was like no mommy no no i'm being a little bit more dram dramatic than that yeah but um so, oh gosh i've told this story so many times because it's traumatic she says no we're going to cut your hair your hair your is is doing you, you the shakara that you have keep in mind as well like I've been that girl who's always had, you know when they say you've got long hair for a black girl, which is really a derogatory, that's really, you're trying to compliment me, but it's a really backhanded compliment, it's not a nice thing to say, so my hair was always relatively long, right, for what you would say long is, she said, no, your shakara for this hair is too much, we're going to cut it now, blah blah blah. So she gets the scissors now, makes me get the scissors, and she tells me to cut it myself. I said, what? So me, I, mommy, I can't. Mommy, I can't. I the please, mommy, please, mommy, please. Life cut this your hair. Cut, if you don't, take your time. So I'm there with the scissors, and I'm just like trimming the ends, and I'm, cr I'm bawling, bawling. She said, no, no, what you're doing? Then obviously she's annoyed with me. She takes the scissors from my hand and just, just hacks into it. Just gave me a standard level one, but using scissors. So you know it was all patchy. There was no um, uh, clippers involved in this, in this procedure. <laughs> it was traumatic. The worst part was going back to school because I think it was like maybe the, like a holiday or a break in between. So I went back to school with no hair. Ah, oh, ah, oh, everybody, what happened to your hair? What happened to your hair? What happened to your hair? Oh, the embarrassment. Oh. And, I, I, and the funny thing, I don't know why I was so honest. I was like, I got in trouble. So my mum cut my hair. What? No, man, your mum's mean. No, I could never let my mum do that. Everyone's trying, they could never let their mum do that. Okay, try it. So, <laughs> Mum cut off my hair, went back to school and you know what was funny, I remember the girls who, you know, I'm really sorry if you were one of those girls because I'm just going to run you down right now, but the girls who didn't have much hair, they would scrape their one strand of hair together to make one dege dege ponytail and then they'll be like, my hair's longer, they will like literally, honest to God, flick their hair, the hair that they don't have and go... <laughs> My hair is longer than yours now. <laughs> oh God, the, the embarrassment. I was so, and the funny, my hair was so short that it couldn't even catch like a braid, like to do extension. So I had to wait a few weeks, a good few weeks actually, a good few weeks before I could even get my hair braided. But that was the most embarrassing thing. And also keep in mind, you not need to understand that I went to an all-girls secondary school. I don't know if you understand what that means to go to an all-girls secondary school. Like, at, like as a teenager, girls can, girls, ah, they can be mean. And when they bully, it's like, it's not, it's not silly bully. It's quite, in, it could be quite insidious and nasty. And if there's anything to pick on you about and especially if you're not the most popular and you're like the least liked oh my god oh my god i'm just having like bad flashbacks about this now but yeah so mum cut off my hair and um 
I was traumatised, having to go to school and everyone, literally girls would be laughing at me down the corridor and oh my goodness, what happened to your hair? Oh my God, what happened to your hair? And also keep in mind, it wasn't cool to have natural hair at the time, especially not natural hair that was of my texture. So if your hair is like 4B, 4C, you're not getting any love because your hair's not like wavy, like the wavy girls or the girls who are mixed race. So that happened. So once my hair was long enough, I, once my hair was long enough, I begged my mum to get my hair braided. I started getting single plaits. So um, yeah, just started getting single plaits until my hair grew back. It took a year and a half for my hair to grow back. I never forget it. it took a year and a half, so I'd get single plaits. As soon as um, the braids would come out, I wouldn't even wait. It would be the weekend. It, my hair would be getting done the weekend or the holiday, so I wouldn't wait. My hair would get done again. So it would, there were no breaks in between. Wash my hair, single plaits, that sort of thing. So a year and a half did single plaits for a year and a half. Yeah, my hair grew back thicker, more luscious, felt longer. And keep in mind, my hair was natural now. So, and it wasn't, so I remember coming to school and having my hair, but I was trying to get it into like a slick bun, but it was natural and it was really awkward. And I remember everyone being like, right, like, is that your hair? Like, how did your hair grow back that fast? But I still wasn't, the girls weren't repping, they were not checking me because, not that I wanted them to check me, but I mean, they weren't that amazed because, well, my hair's not relaxed anyway. So it wasn't, it was like, oh, your hair's grown. But the minute I relaxed my hair, <laughs> you, do, you, do you, those of you who know what relaxer is, to chemically straighten your hair, and it's virgin hair, yeah? And you get it done professionally. Oh my God. It's like getting a silk press. What are the, what are the new things nowadays? It's silk press, texture release. Which one, which one again are they? All the, all the new things, right? Again, a silk press or a texture, and it's the first time you're doing it and your hair has so much bounce, so much body, so much movement, because it's just whoosh, whoosh, you're feeling like L'Oreal because you're worth it. What? The girls that were, the same girls with the hair that they didn't have hair that they would try and put that, that, that tiny ponytail, that tiny single strand into a ponytail that was it. Oh, my hair's longer than yours now. Yeah, I felt like, look at me now. Look, look how'd you like me now? The hair's grown back. <laughs> that is a whole story and a half, but yeah, that was embarrassing, but it took a year and a half for it to grow back. It grew back and I was definitely showing off. I was definitely showing off when my hair grew back, especially once I got my hair relaxed because as I said, if you know what it's like to relax virgin hair, it's not, you're like, what? Chat to me nicely. And as I said, my hair was, um, my hair was, oh, it was bountiful them times. Okay, I've got one more hair story. Wow, we're really, we're, okay, so we're chatting about hair today, okay. Hello everyone, welcome to the eavesdrop and we are talking about hair today. <laughs> so, one more hair story. So, um, so you lot might not know. So, as I said, I always had relatively good hair. And when I mean good, I mean like the thickness, the length, you know, it was, it was all right. 
yeah but of all times for my hair to be going through the worst time of its life is when I met my now husband so when we met my hair was dire I don't know why prior to then I had never like, I think I tried to dye my hair once at home and it went really badly so I, I chopped off all the dye it grew back it was fine it wasn't a problem but this time round I'm not sure what I, I think my hair was just like over processed you know when you've just been doing too much and I think some at that point I had been doing home relaxers like relaxing my hair myself so my hair was just thin break oh my god i think i even i swear i think i had like a patch like a big patch in the middle where it was just wasn't making sense it it was just the worst i had ever seen it so i started wearing what was i wearing it wasn't weave because i wasn't at that level to wear weave i started wearing half wigs that's it i started wearing half wigs and keep in mind this is like God, what year was this? This could have been 2009, right? So it's a long time ago. And I said I went half weeks because my hair was just dire. Like it was just struggling. Let me just put things in perspective. So I come from a generation, like my generation is that back in the day, it wasn't cool to wear wigs, weaves, even extensions. Like people would cuss you and say you're wearing horse hair. Like if you wear like single plaits and um you would pride yourself on having good hair and long hair because you'd be like well i don't need to wear weave because i've got good hair but obviously nowadays nobody cares if you've got good hair whether you've got, like nobody cares wear the wig wear the wig that's what we want to see right like even now like wear, wear the wig nobody cares if you've got good hair wear the wig right we want to see you in a wig so i started wearing half wigs because my hair was breaking and it was very like it was a bit embarrassing for me because these half wigs were probably like the length of what my hair could have been had it not broken off had it not gone through stuff so i went these half wigs and it was fine because nobody unless you knew me nobody knew but obviously i started seeing mr man and i didn't really clock at the time that obviously my husband isn't British like he's not British born didn't grow up here so my husband didn't grow up here so he grew up in Nigeria so I didn't really clock that he even though he, like he doesn't he doesn't care if the hair is yours or not as long as it looks good <laughs> he doesn't care like he doesn't care if the hair belongs to you if it's on your hair like he didn't care as long as the hair looks neat so and I didn't clock that, obviously, the part of the world he comes from, women are braiding, weaving, wigging all the time. That's what is considered done. But I wasn't used to having my hair that way. So there's a time when we had, you know, spent the night together. I think probably one of the first times when we had spent the night together. And it was just a struggle, like, trying to keep... <laughs> Like I was going, like you know what? It's just, it's a lot of anxiety. It's a lot. Like you, you trying to make sure things are right, and you still want your hair to be cute. You feel like you need to represent, like in the movies. Like you want your hair, and obviously, when you're going out with a black man, anyway, he knows not to touch your hair. Like if we're in the bedroom, you have no 
reason playing with my hair because you're not making love to my hair are you really you, there's, there's everything else from the neck down you can play with but anything neck upwards what are you doing running your fingers through my head you're not gonna your your fingers might get caught in the tracks anyway <laughs> my and the funny thing is this wig even though it was a half wig it did well it did not slide off or anything it didn't slide off and even if it did i don't even think he would have cared at the time but you know the wig was there the half wig was there and i thought i'm not gonna you know like the some girls just knew how to do it they would some girls they just knew how to do it they would take their wig off and it would be it wouldn't be a thing but i wasn't used to it i so i slept with the wig on thinking that i could just get up get dressed like that and he'd be none the wiser because it's still on my head not me sleeping with the wig on and then not realizing that the wig has fallen off my head and it's just jamming on the pillow next to him i'm in <laughs> i don't know what i think i just got up in the, like early in the morning and you just go and take a pee and you're not looking in the room, you just don't think anything of it i come back to my bed where he's lying down why is my wig jamming beside him just not on my head yeah the wig is just jamming on the pillow beside him and it was I don't know if he was pretending to be asleep or if he was asleep but the way I quickly grabbed that wig like ah you want to embarrass me so um that was a long-winded story of another almost embarrassing wig moment hair moment that I had okay one more but this isn't really embarrassing so you don't know that um, a few years ago on my birthday, I dislocated my shoulder in, Am in Amsterdam, right? And um, I remember being carried to the hospital and then they were like, oh, you've got such full hair. And I was like, no, it's a wig. It's not my, because I was delirious. I was on drugs as well. Like they had given me like really strong morphine. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's not my hair. It's a wig. And I think maybe some of the white nurses, the they, they know about, about black hair in it so they were like oh do you mean a weave I was like no not a weave this is not a weave this is not sewn into my this is a wig <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling them my hair business is absolutely delirious and they're like why is a wig and, like, and then one of the other nurses I can head and probably have another I think she means it's a weave said, no but she said wait I said no it's a wig it's not a wig <laughs> And I'm there with one arm. I was like, I could show you if <laughs> Anyway, that's some random hair wig stories for you. I feel like that's all this podcast is going to be about this week. Just all my random em embarrassing hair stories. I'm trying to think, do I have any more? I'm sure there are loads. But um, yeah, I think we've all had the one where, like, especially when you're in school and you have like braids and one of your braids falls out and you just see it in the playground and people are like oh is that your hair and you're like no that's not my hair but you're the only one in the whole school that has that hairstyle i'm pretty no no it's not my hair i would deny it it's not my hair that those are always embarrassing moments uh -huh. i wanted to talk about polygamy actually because yeah, there was a thing I saw on social media, which is really interesting because I think it was on like the show. Ah! Ah! I just hit my arm 
and hit the funny bone oh god so i saw this post of um this lady called ronke adem oh, i don't know how to say her last name Ade ronke ademiloyi i might be butchering her name but um i think she's british born she's like the founder of african fashion week or something like that and she has become the fifth wife of this yoruba king and I'd, I was reading the comments and how people were just going mental, like, oh my goodness. And I think it was, it's really interesting to talk about her credentials and her background, because obviously if she's, if she's London born, she has that westernized mentality, most likely, maybe, maybe not. And all of these credentials and people were like questioning, why would she do that? Like fifth wife, like why? And da, 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 da. And like, I feel like people need to understand that when people make these moves, especially if you're talking about somebody who you consider to be educated and have all the credentials and they still choose to marry somebody and become a fifth wife, knowing full well that he's going to marry wife number six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's, it's a business move, okay? It's a financial move. You need to understand the culture that this person is trying to get into or is from because obviously this, this young this woman is originally from nigeria and he's a king you know and with that assumption he's a king he has the wealth to look after 10 wives if he wants to and if she wants to be wife number five i don't and apparently on the post it said like last week or a few days prior to her he had married wife number four well i mean each to their own it's not my cup of tea and i think you need i think a lot of people need to understand that people marry for different reasons and the culture is very different and also imagine if it's not a Christian background. In Islam, I think they can marry, I don't know how many wives, is it seven? I don't know. I don't know if that is the case in that case, but I'm. it's kind of like people coming with this very westernized mentality of, um, why did she do that? Especially because of her credentials. But again, like we don't know her reasoning. And for me, like I'm looking at him thinking, clearly this is a business move. This, like fair enough she's educated fair fair enough she's the biz like she's the founder of this amazing like what is it like um <sighs> african fashion week my question is right to all of this like <laughs> and i think maybe because this is coming from a woman point of view like is a uh, if he has six seven eight nine ten wives are these wives allowed to have boyfriends? Because, let's be real, it happens, right? You are wife number five or six, you have to wait your turn. Yeah, you have to wait your turn. And obviously, you're not really allowed to have a boyfriend because, I, I, you know, they want to know that all the children are coming from one man. It's hard to be able to, I mean, with t today's technology, you can determine where the child comes from, but you know, if you're choosing to grow old with this man and be part of this family, what people don't understand, or uh, and I think I've grown to learn this, is that like, <laughs> with age, women typically 
our libido increases i think it's called libido yeah our libido increases especially like when you're in your 30s or 40s i don't know about 50s you lot in your 50s tell me but um your libido increases and as a man ages typically speaking his libido decreases so if you are wife number five and especially as you're getting older and your libido is increasing you want you're waiting for your turn to get serviced yeah he's already done round one two three and four and five like your wife number six like when it's your turn and what if the viagra isn't really viagraing what if it's not kicking in i'm sure it will but <laughs> like and especially what if you want like a a night of passion and it's just a wham bam thank you ma'am because that's like how does it work like i'm i'm just wondering that's why i'm wondering like some of these wives surely they have a boyfriend a younger something on the side that can whilst they're waiting <laughs> this sounds terrible but like whilst they're waiting for their husband you know they can just step out just a, just a quick one <laughs> i'm just wondering because i know it happens i know it, i know it's taboo you know like, it's taboo like if i wait but like really do you know what i mean like come on i'm wife number five i gotta wait my turn how's that man you know <laughs> it, i just find it interesting maybe in some cases it's just like an open secret you're not allowed to have a boyfriend i know you have a boyfriend don't push it in my face <laughs> like i'm just wondering because everybody does marriage differently like what are the rules you make your own rules up right who are we like especially with our westernized mentality to judge another person's choice and how they want to have how they want to be married um this this whole scenario reminds me of like this uh, nigerian play that i saw a few years ago it was so good i forgot what it's called i'm gonna say something stupid like baba and his wives or something it was in the in the scala in hackney dalston it's such a it was a few years ago and um oh this lady she's actually on youtube she has a youtube channel she was one of the main uh characters she's one of the wives but it's based on a nigerian novel oh, i have to find it now okay battery's gonna dead soon so uh it was at the arcola theater and the play was called the secret lives of baba saji's wives oh my goodness i totally forgot yeah and i think it's based on a novel and oh, the play was so good it's like in my mind i'm feeling like it was nollywood on steroids but in a good way because it just had all all the nigerness of it but it's a play it's like real life and obviously so baba has got all these wives and um, they're all getting pregnant, but none of the children are his because they've all got boyfriends. They've all been doing the funny, funny outside. This is what I'm saying about polygamy and having multiple wives and them waiting their turn. And whilst they're waiting their turn, they're probably knocking boots with somebody else outdoor. Anyway, so oh, you have to read the book or I don't know if it's, no, it, this was years ago that I saw it pregnant they've all had children so his last wife i don't know how many wives he had maybe three three or four um they're trying and trying and she's not getting pregnant 
and he's like oh there's something wrong with her she's like no 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 so they eventually go to see the doctor and it turns out that he is the one with the issue and it's like but how can I be the one with the issue because I've got children I've got five six seven eight kids and it turns out that obviously he discovers that none of the children are his so that's the plot of the story I can't remember exactly what happens at the end but it's really 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 you know what can we just say like Nollywood and their writing they know how to tell a story like this oh it's so good sometimes I just watch Nollywood for just like I'm getting into it a little bit more because I never used to like Nollywood at all because of all the all the judge involved but I'm definitely getting used to it now especially because it's the quality is so much better but yeah um that's a really good example of like polygamy and how things could go terribly wrong and I think these are things that happen in real life like you think those kids are yours but they're really not yours your wife has been doing funny business anyway <laughs> I, my battery is flashing Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for watching. I've just been going on and on. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. You know what the right thing is. And until the next one, bye. The eavesdrop.